0: You're listening to the British Baseball Podcast. Hello baseball fans, Uh, Matt here with just a little bit of a bonus episode and also wrap it up-ish. Um, last week with the with the season roundup. Um, but I've got a lot of people to thank for season one, and especially for making this uh, come to light. So I thought I'd do a little bit of a bonus episode, uh, just in case you're all missing my voice, which I highly doubt. Um, so yeah, people to thank uh, on this episode. So I'm going to wind it all the way back to beginning, I know there's like 50 episodes, so don't worry, this isn't going to be like an Oscar speech that goes on for days, hopefully. Touchwood. Um, i'm going to start at the very beginning uh, carlos who does the manchester grassroots uh, football podcast uh, my colleague at work who used to sit in front of me before i was um confined to at home working and um, one of the funniest people i know great guy to bounce ideas off i know fills the brains of the operation behind his show um but yeah if, if it wasn't for him showing show me how easy it was to do a podcast on the fly and to sort of spur me on and motivate me to do to do the British baseball podcast, I don't think the show would have even got off the ground. Um so cheers, Carlos. Nice one. Uh Joelle Watkins, who's my first proper guest after the, the, the botched roundup of British baseball history, that was me in my car with my mobile. Uh Joelle was the, the first person I had the pleasure of speaking to from BSUK about the coaching summit. And what was really frustrating in this instance is not only was a bag of nerves because I'd never done this before properly, is I was trying to set up a meeting within my phone to record um, at the beginning of the show. In its infancy, everything was recorded through the app on, on my mobile phone. And that also meant all the editing was done through the app on the mobile phone as well, which I'll come to later on. So it must have took maybe five, six attempts to try and set up this phone call. And then there was all the issues with delays and I was just worried that I sound like I was cutting off in mid conversations. It was uh if anything was to say you shouldn't be doing a podcast, it was that episode. But Joel was brilliant at calming me down. Uh reassurances, you know, the backing from BSUK after back of that episode as well was, was superb. Um so thank you, Joel. That was that was um, memorable for all the reasons for me. I'm, I'm glad that you said you had a good time and <laughs> um, yeah, I really appreciate it and be my first guest as well it means a lot and then uh, Kevin and Lisa McAdam who I got speaking to Lisa because we worked at the same business uh, a bit at other parts of the country and uh, found out that they were involved in British baseball Um got talking to them that way got introduced to Kevin and they literally opened up their phone book uh, with contacts to get me some amazing guests early on um for the likes that i i would never dream of being able to do um so like josh and vince um like literally I, I sat there after speaking to kevin and the amount of whatsapp message groups that has popped up with just contacts and people wanting to talk and do things and it was just overwhelming um i don't think i've speak, spoken to all of them either as well it was just yeah, it was, it was, brilliant. and I'll be forever grateful for that because without them, who knows where this show could have been or gone in that direction. Uh, and that brings on to the legend that is Josh Chetwind. Um, they say you should never meet your heroes. Um, Josh, I was that nervous about speaking to Josh. Obviously, I knew, I said obviously, sorry, uh, I knew of Josh from his time on Channel 5. Uh, I used to watch it. And again, just still being wet behind the ears and being very nervous I asked Josh Chetwind how to say his name i I have like a list of like a tick list of, of things that I go through to when you're doing a when I'm doing my podcast to make sure that I get things right And topics that we go through how to say the guest name pr- correctly uh, even even though i I, I knew it was' it I was just reading just because I was that nervous down my list of, of things to do and yeah that was embarrassing but um Should I edit that bit out? Nah, let's leave it in. But yeah, he was brilliant. And again, going back to the issues with the phone, I think it was like a 30 minute episode because this was still the, the time when I was doing drive time episodes. So everything was around about 30 minutes before lockdown kicked in. And then I literally had to go into the audio wave format on my phone after recording with Josh and to try and edit out using my fingers and slide tools to cut out. I mean, it's a lot easier now than doing it with a, a proper setup on my laptop, with um, proper media tools. Well, back then it was just horrendous. And it was the day of the Super Bowl as well. And I finished recording with Josh at dinner time and it was three o'clock in the morning and I was still editing a 30 minute episode. Um, so yeah, it was it was quite chaotic back back in the day, uh, in the early days. So it was, I've learned a lot since then and hopefully I've grown a lot since then as well. Um, then Ian, Ian Bleese who um were one of the first people straight off the bat to offer support to the show. Um he was so knowledgeable and some great advice as well. I had the pleasure of meeting him at the Battle for Britain as well when he was representing the, the Northern Knights. Um he's come up with some great listening questions too. And if there's anyone out there that's looking to interview a guest or you want some some somebody interesting to talk to about baseball, um Bleach's, up there with him He's such a such a great guy I really enjoyed talking to him hopefully we'll get to work with him again in 2021 uh, and then that brings us up to will linton um who was the first guest that i think i remember speaking to face to face i think i've moved from recording into anchor then to skype or another platform yeah i think skype to record the interviews with to, to try and make it a bit more easy um and i think that's the first time that i probably felt a bit more at ease because it was a face-to-face i could actually see my guests i was talking to um, and also the first time i was probably open with my guest about my head injury and the issues that i've it my concentration memory and stuff which if you've been on the show you'll know this so you're probably hear sick of hearing it but not many people know this so um, i you have to write everything down time with my memory and my concentration uh, from the accident and um, it's just one or two of a long list of things that happened, um, so I was really concerned because I was speaking to um, Will, who was involved in the GB setup, and like I'm sorry uh, waffling on now. Um, I was I was very aware that I was speaking to someone, Not that the other guests were important, but that I was speaking to to somebody properly, and I had to explain why I was probably looking away or writing and not giving someone my full attention. Um, and he was brilliant with it. Um, I think that made me even more relaxed with him understanding where I was coming from and I think it's probably the smoothest interview that I'd done at that time not smoothies and like you know like just just talking and feeling a bit more natural um but Will was brilliant like so much advice and and content there that when I was looking at the time that was going and especially listening to questions too, I can't have this as just a 30 minute episode. So I'll cut into two because it, I, I just didn't have the heart to delete or remove anything. It was just so good. And even away from the podcast as well, like um, Will's been brilliant with with some great advice. Uh, advice, And I, I remember saying that I wasn't sure what I was going to do when the podcast wrapped. And about three minutes later, there was a DM in my Twitter from Will saying, Right, well, here you go. Here's some ideas of what you can do to keep yourself busy in off season. And that's where the documentary ideas have come from. Um, just so much that the guy is so passionate about the sport and 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 everything around British baseball. So I've forever grateful to Will for that one. Uh, Gabor Erdos, um incredible insight into umpiring. Great chat off the after a too about British baseball. So much knowledge and. I think it was just really interesting to to hear from an umpire. He Did some great sessions as well for the BBF unpaid webinars. Uh, Charlie Baffo, um, just for the way that I can pronounce his name and the way he lets me get away with it. I'm sure that'll be different if we met in the field. Uh, such a fun guy. Um, really enjoyed chatting to Charlie off off of baseball topics and just in in general. Really nice dude. It was really interesting to to hear how how they sort of settled the Bruins. Too that was. Really good, really good insight. But yeah, it's just just a really nice guy I Enjoyed enjoy to him. Uh, Vince Garcia, uh, another one that that Kevin put me on to and um, never realized how big and involved uh, Vince was until it unraveled. I suppose that's one of the things we've been really new to this sport in this country is that everybody seems to know and get along with every, everybody in some regards. And the community itself is quite strong, quite close knit group. I think I've sort of had a bit of imposter syndrome about me because I've never really felt like I'd fit in properly because I'm still going, trying to get to learn everybody but everyone's been so welcoming and, and genuine and, and open that it's not felt that bad but, you know, meeting people for the first time and, and knowing that everybody knows them um, it was really eye-opening because when Vince was just chatting about the stuff and I, I found myself not making notes and just listening and just being like, wow, this is... This is really interesting, really incredible stuff. And then we start rolling, and he starts telling me about the pinch hit and run stuff and all his is TV work off the rec- off the record. Well, it wasn't really off the record. It was, it, was, it was what he did. He just, we just didn't talk about when we recorded him, and it was just brilliant. it's just so funny. And probably one of the times I thought I should have left left recordings a little bit longer. Um Andy Brown. Oh, Andy Brown. Amazing talented artist. You've probably seen that he's decorated or will have once this office space has been done up and um, All of the guys work that he's such a top guy. He is he's as good an artist as a human. He's um Top guest. It's funny that, that one of my favorite guests I talked to um Wasn't really a baseball player or coach. He was, he was an artist. He was, he's so so much fun Um. I'm one of the people that I've kept in touch with, away from the, the show as well. He um, even came down to Essex for the Battle for Britain to see me on my birthday weekend, which was cool because I know it was about an hour and a half drive for him to do. He did some paint while he down there, so you know, he might have a bit of business in there too. But uh, another guy that um, I've got a lot of time for. He's great, great dude. Um, love him to bits. Um, the Bruins, um, again, Tim, Josh and Kelly when they are over in Spain. Um, for doing some great stuff and great insight into the, into their club. Um, Tim, as well, for staying in, in touch away from the show too with some great ideas and, and some episode ideas that I'm hoping will come to fruition in season two. And hopefully his own podcast will, will um, take off the ground as well. He's got some great ideas, a lot of great ideas. If, if you're ever after some um, videography or um, st- stuff of that nature surrounding baseball or anything, Tim French is probably one of the people to look to because he's done some great stuff on the Brewing's YouTube channel, on the Brewtube. Um, Yeah, you should should check that out. Um, Then it brings us to Liam Carroll. Um, I could do a whole podcast giving thanks to Liam himself. And no matter what I say now, on the next however long he's gonna do him any justice. But I mean, coming on the show, talking, again, I'm still bagging nerves when I'm doing these interviews having a GB national team manager, I find it funny that my partner always says, Did you, would you imagine in December of, of 2019, you'd be talking to the Great Britain national team manager, and I still can't believe I've managed to speak to as many people as I have. Um, you're all the best. But yeah, Liam was so good, such a great guest. Uh, my, my mic wasn't working because I had it on mute to start with the first like 10 minutes to try and talk to him, so great first impressions there. And... I mean, after we finished chatting, he stayed in touch, get the phone call off him every now and then, a couple of text messages see how we're getting on, ideas, stuff he wants to run past me for like, i oh, say to run past me, I'm not saying that he, he's, he's confining me, but I should have said the other way around, uh, ideas that I've had for the show that I've been able to run past him, um, which have been superb because he's offered feedback and help and assistance. and He is every bit the great guy that everyone makes him out to be. And... Uh, I hope that wherever, wherever he is now, and whatever he's doing at this moment in time of recording, that he's happy and he's enjoying life and he's and he's safe and well. And um, so, thanks, Liam, for for all, for all your hard work. The inspire, develop, perform mantra is is flowing through this show, hopefully. Um, John Eaton and the UK blind baseball team. John's my coach in Manchester, and when he told me about blind baseball, I had to know more straight away. I had to know more about it. Um such a great way to get more people playing the sport and when you see them training and the videos of them doing what they do you can't help but be inspired and motivated and great group of people and i'm hoping to be able to bring some more of their doings as time goes on uh, so keep up the great work uk blind baseball uh, paul convoy um, president of baseball scotland love chatting scottish baseball um scotland's one of my favorite places and just have insight from up there um i could yeah i, I, love, I love um Paul, great great dude uh, it's just so good to listen to him talk about his stuff too um chris ward giving kids homework in baseball I thought was a really strange idea and that's what led me to talking to such a funny and brilliant dude um gilford i think are really lucky to have someone like him on on their books and he also does a yankees podcast which is really hard to listen to when it's about Yankees, but it's sort of like having your favourite celebrity chef make you a sprout vindaloo and you don't know really you should be happy or, or gutted. Um, but yeah, it, when we did the, the Lancashire Legends podcast with J-Rod and we did it as a round table in a bar sort of scenario environment, Um, I wasn't expecting to have as much fun as it did. But I think the fact that there's a little bit of ale involved and a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, Chris is just one of the, the the guys I could talk to about anything really for, for days. He's, he's such a great character. Um, Drew Spencer, current GB National Team Manager. Another guy who I admire and can not wait to get on the show. He's probably one of my favourite people to chat to in baseball and outside of baseball as well. He invited me to the the E-League um, that they got going on um, for MLB The Show 20. Um, you know, it, so so much knowledge and advice and I'm really excited to see what he does with the national team. I think it's in safe hands. I think a lot of people were, were shocked when Liam stepped down, but were any worries or fears that they had were probably put to the side when they heard that, that Drew was taking over. Um, and you know, inviting me to 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 coaching forums. I, I had the pleasure of meeting Drew when we went down to the BF, BBF Open Tournament in Slough at Farnham Park. And I, I so desperately wanted to shake his hand but I couldn't because of restrictions. So we rubbed elbows and I was happy that he bought me a beer which I was very grateful for, especially with like landing prices. I'll, I'll treat you to a Wetherspoons if you ever come up north, Drew. I'll be able to get rounds in for days then for, for the same money you spent on my one beer. Um, but yeah, uh, I love Drew, great, great guy. One of my favorite guests and hopefully I'll have him on again soon. Uh, Ronan Weinberg up at the Field Dream sites um, site. <laughs> thank you for indulging in my silliness. I'm still waiting for uh, entrepreneur board billionaire to come in and buy me a farm so we can open up a big baseball center with a dome and floodlights and everything up in Manchester. <laughs> B.J. De Lorenzo for his insight into his career and, and general chit-chat. Harvey Soccer for broadening my knowledge of baseball history in Britain. Um, great book, bought that, been scanning for it, need to read it properly. Um, yeah, another, another great and fascinating guest, so thank you, Harvey, there. Chris Knobloch and Andrew Svok for talking about difficult subjects of mental health. Um, and also to Chris for being in touch throughout the year as well. Um, another person got in touch early on when I was in the podcast, using his position in BSUK to give me insight and, and advice and also with his created he's done with within um podcasting himself and and like presentation and stuff it was really really helpful hopefully you managed to hear the advice and knowledge passed on to me um as i grew as a as a podcaster or a host i suppose uh, you're probably thinking no um i'm definitely thinking no around about this time um, but, yeah, Chris was was great with some advice and Andreas as well. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, Doris Hocking, um, the ladies national team manager for Great Britain. Um, I'll very be very grateful for you to allow me to break your special news. I know there could have been many platforms, many other platforms that are probably did a better job, but you chose me and I am forever grateful for for that and I appreciate it. And I'm so excited to see what you're going to do in the future and I look forward to covering it as well. Um, Jonathan Crammon, another top guy who I could talk to about anything really and listen to talks about baseball until the cows come home. He's so many great stories and knowledge and insight and just fascinating, really enjoy talking to him. Um, J-Rod. Well, where do I start with the inspirational human espresso that is Jonathan Rodriguez. Um, he's such a great personality. I met him in December at the, one of the first training sessions in Manchester and tried to, he, he looked like he knew what he was doing. So I me being a, a, a nervous rookie, sort of tried to get near and so I could partner up with him, but he obviously saw through my my inabilities and diviness. Um, and i thought i scared him off and then never did i realize that like six months later he'd be a guest on my show and he's even invited me out to burnley for a night out and a, and a steak it sounds like a bad joke doesn't it a guy from southern california and a salfordian walk into a pub i'm sure it'll be a great riot um but yeah um so many ideas and immense passion coming from that guy and i just excited to see what goes on if it wasn't for him i probably wouldn't have asked about getting into coaching myself um and trying to help out my own club so yeah thanks j-rod this is your fault that's a word that seems to be said a lot on the show it's your fault well yeah uh very big thank you um john mckellar and jason dear from the ball caps and bagpipes podcast up in scotland um, two of my favourite dudes again, they're an awesome pair doing an awesome job of representing Scottish baseball and their show is brilliant and inspirational and it is a show it has been, the foundation's been built on passion and you can hear it when you listen to their show. Um, Jason for my increased baseball card collection and wardrobe, for his dugout classics and for getting me involved in the Negro League Museum Project fundraiser which was a riot you know there's so many great guests there that i might to speak to about the artwork fantastic artists and a lot of money raised as well for charity uh, richard broton and awesome dude over in the states um at duke university pleasure talking and chatting some great advice off um and tips offered there from richard too uh, ryan ferguson the the author and um, i'm glad he reached out to me because i love chatting to him about his book and uh, mental health and one thing a lot of people don't know about me is that i I am a failing attempting to write children's books <laughs> i I am author-ish. I did a course on how to write kids books um and about the time that I had my head injury and that really put like a block on a lot of creativity and and being able to remember things and it's been a struggle one of the things that I thought the podcast was going to do was help me to be more creative and trying to get ideas flowing and and hopefully lead into uh, writing again and who knows where that path will will take me but yeah it was um it was great to bounce ideas and get tips off Ryan um if you haven't read his work you should check out his website really good dude um Josh, Johnny and Eric from the Josh and Johnny show um Again, if it was a drive time episode of 30 minutes would have been impossible. It was literally stick 50p in the machine and watch it go. And it was really good fun just to sit there and listen to them chat like it was the old days. And then the sort of fun in me kicked in as soon as we finished and I bricked it and had a bit of a meltdown and just realizing that I was part of something there that was like, back in the day, it's hard to explain. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was just really good fun being part of part of that moment. Uh, Laura Harai and uh, Kami Kidder and Dorothy and for, for highlighting so much around the women in baseball and women in baseball week. That was a great time. Uh, Bristol Baseball Club, uh, Richard, Rhodey, uh, Roddy, sorry, uh, and Molly. Uh, super, superb ideas. Great insight into both baseball club and, and just a uh, great people to talk to down there. Um, the Duchess Destroyer, the Duchess Hassan is DJ Paul Kirkpatrick. Um, absolute funny dude. I'd love to see him. Play some domestic baseball over in Britain, and um, who knows what the future will will allow that with with things that are going on at the moment. But uh, again, another great guy, and uh, love chatting with with Paul, uh, Dan Sewell, and Martin Maloney, um, from the Southwest Baseball Ball League. Was it no? I'm lying to you. East of England Baseball League. Such a great chat with them, too. Uh, Martin with his giant bottle of beer that looked like he was swigging from a wine bottle. That was one of my highlights of that conversation. Um, and meeting Dan at Battle for Britain as well. Um, that was good fun. Uh, John Boyd, who I was absolutely bricking it before I was talking to John, especially considering I'd opened this up to listener questions, too, um, which was an overwhelming amount of response. And some of the questions in there were. were um, I was a bit worried about asking, but you know, John didn't veto any of the questions and he answered them all. And I really enjoyed chatting with him before we hit record and, and afterwards as well. Uh, and that's where a seed was planted with some further discussions that we had and led to him coming on the show again uh, to talk about what could have happened if, if baseball was in the Olympics Um, he's doing some good work there with, with BSUK. Uh, John Carter, that was great to see him at battle for Britain as well. Um, Again, more, insight introduced me to amazing people down there uh it was really good fun speaking with john uh the lancashire legends uh and matt moran as well uh for your time on and off the field again passion energy enthusiasm uh fun um some great future talent there and i'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys do in in future um the man that is gavin marshall um like many interviews uh, this was another one that i'd I just didn't want to end. Um, Talking to Gavin was an absolute joy. And my bottle went properly again when I was starting to do the recording and I was worried I was going to trip over my words because of the magnitude of the guest sort of hit me. Like I'm talking to one of the greats in British baseball and then it's like, oh, I hope he likes this. I hope I don't mess it up. I hope I don't forget to ask anything. Um, Again, another great guy that that sort of taught me off the legend and was just superb. Superb. Got to meet him down at Battle for Britain as well. And one of the highlights of my weekend uh, was seeing him pitch to my three-year-old. I'll never forget that. It was just amazing. Hopefully, it could be one of the things I we'll look back on in a couple of years' time. If, if my little decides he wants to play baseball, and I think, oh, look, that's you with with the Gavin Marshall. And um, yeah, he's got some great ideas too for for what he wants to do in British baseball. That hopefully, can uh, help out with. Earl Dix, um Earl's been a great supporter of the show for a long time. Great to have him as a guest for his insight and his time um within the British Baseball Federation and his life and for just continuing to give me listening questions and, and support. Um Paul and Jess Vernon, more, more legends of the game and uh, up and coming legend as well as well, as top insight into um into into their, their careers and, and sports and, and and management and for their training sessions that i've been invited to i'm sorry i've not been able to attend as many as i'd like to but uh, i'm trying uh, richard chesterton um for dressing up like a knight and looking really interesting to talk to <laughs> at at the uh, battle for britain uh, he took me on a tour of the essex hours clubhouse told me about the history of the show introduced me to more people um i said in, in history of the show i meant his history of the their club um and again great to to get to speak to to him and have him on as a guest because i didn't really know who richard was again i don't know many people within the community i know richard will be a well-known person to everyone who's listening but for him to be open and give me insight into the club and uh, his relationship with his dad and his dad's involvement it was heartwarming uh, it was amazing and again another superb um chat i'm, I'm glad that i've i've got to speak to you and meet you um and then that sort of brought us towards the end of the show and his lordship lord um jack ford lane uh, for being really good fun he's insight into uh, Breton baseball and and the likes but yeah there's um there's a few more bits and pieces to go um before the years out. i'm still waiting on one guest to confirm uh, due to a busy schedule so when i said the last show was the last show ish um, hopefully that will be um it might even be a christmas special who knows um but yeah for, for those that have given the, the time up for weekly roundups and for giving me so much fun this this last year uh thank you so much Um, to all the coaches and players for helping me in my training uh whether it's in person uh, john um colin johnny uh, jake and scott in manchester baseball the, the coaches from around the country um for for Offering me advice and support with my DMs and offering feedback and PDFs and breakdowns of everything with my swing. You know, for a 40 year old guy that never thought he was gonna amount to much in this sport for you to give me that much time devotion just shows what a great position the rest of British baseball can be if you can spare an old knackered dude like me that, you know, I'll never forget the the, the youth of this country are gonna thrive. Uh, My Manchester Manchester Baseball Club uh, teammates and coaches, again, this is your fault. Thank you for being so welcoming to that taste today Um, and a clubhouse watching the 2019 London series. You definitely touched a nerve and something that just got me excited for for baseball in Britain. Um, To the backflip and Nerds Crew for the advice. Um, They they literally welcomed me straight in, open arms, supportive. Right from the beginning uh, rachel for putting in the, the direction of f- uh free journalist courses uh, darius for fantasy baseball help uh, i finished zero and six i think so sorry but you know you tried um and to john and tom as well for their friendship advice baseball coffee mornings just chats phone calls support the plugs uh not baffles blind like the, the show um, just a really good bu- bu- uh, group of people that I really can't wait to to see more of and, and chat to in person when I can. Uh, Steve for reading the game, uh, Tumulif for listening to the film. Um, just two, two shout outs I like to give to two really good people as well. Um, and to the listeners and the viewers. Um, without you, this show doesn't happen. Uh, the feedback, the tips, advice, the guest ideas, the listener questions. Um, this is all for you. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been what you've been expecting, expecting. Oh, no, I don't know. I suppose uh, I have really enjoyed doing the content and the product. So I just hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. Um, and as always, any feedback and tips and suggestions, British Baseball Podcast at gmail.com or at Brit Baseball Pod across social medias. I'm always open to feedback and i suppose that the last people i've got to to thank are my family and um so my better half Justin and the little one i would say that i'd do this show for as long as it didn't impact uh family life home life at uh, no point has it ever been made like it's it's getting in the way of any sort of commitments or any family time for like i said at the beginning like a 30 minute episode was taking me hours to try and edit like well into the morning to try and get up and running for as early as possible on a Monday and um, so we, we have sacrificed a bit but it's never been made to feel like I'm I'm getting in the way of anything Um, you know the, the support that I've had for this show and the constant being pushed and driven to be better and bigger and to not less than my laurels it all starts at home and I'm forever thankful for that Um, you know the, to, to drive down to Essex on my birthday weekend when it's like eight degrees and being ready f- to go for the first game at eight o'clock in the morning with a three-year-old. It's not a one-person operation, that's a lot of help and support, all for me to to help give you this content. You know, having like a full day to drive down to Slough to record baseball and interview people um, you know, we're we're very much a team, and just being allowed to to, you know, express myself and and go and explore and, and and do what I need to do to bring content. Um, i couldn't do it without you, and, and she keeps saying to me like, "Could you imagine, in December, when you're thinking about this, you would have spoke to X, Y, and Z," and she's right that you guys have been superb, and it's um. It's been a hell of a ride, 2020 for. A lot of bad things and a lot of great things and a lot of great things stem from you lot, and uh, I really appreciate it. So, what's in store next? Need to get a website sorted. Um, hopefully, being some more live games, university coverage, interviews, uh, topics, themes throughout the months. Um, more history of baseball, coaching, documentaries. Uh, lots, and lots and lots and lots and lots so my off season is going to be just as busy as it ever was so now that the season has wrapped uh, for next season you know it's time to reflect and to see like what uh, can we as individuals that are involved in british baseball do to raise the bar in 2021 um, and what can you do to help out your club more how can you get the sport to grow a bit better i'm not saying it's like homework where you have to listen to what i'm saying i'm not like a preacher of a cult or anything but you know, I've had a lot of feedback from people getting in touch asking where they can find local ball clubs and, and they've attended uh, training sessions based off of recommendations from people. So we, we can help grow this sport ourselves and make it bigger. So let, let's see what we can do. Um. So, yeah, maybe there's something to think about in the offseason. Also, if you want to be part of the British Baseball Podcast in 2021 um, or you, if there's somebody at your club that you think would be a great guest or should have their story... Uh, heard, please get in touch. Like I said before British Baseball Podcast at gmail.com or DM me at Brit Pod, uh, on Twitter. And uh, as mentioned before, this is an end ish episode. The one guess is still waiting to confirm. Um, I'll let you all know when that's happening because there'll definitely be listeners' questions involved in that. Uh, but for now, uh, that's me. Um, have a great rest of the year. I hope you have a safe Christmas. Um, DMs are always open if anyone needs to chat about anything Um, but it's too hard for now.